Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yay, it's our monthly Align with the Stars call with Kim Falconer, and we are discussing today what it means for us that Jupiter is headed into Scorpio. That's about as much as I know, Kim. I was telling everyone before we hit the record button that I haven't studied this one too much because I wanted to hear your take on it. Great, <laughs> because it's, I mean, it's pretty exciting. I think with one of the outer planets changes sign, we've got that happening a, a fair bit in the next 12 months with Saturn going into a home sign of Capricorn and Uranus finally leaving Aries and going into Taurus. So those will be topics for uh, future calls. But uh, we are in a time of, of change. And here we go with the kind of the first of the outer planets, Jupiter, going changing signs. He spends about 12, month, um, uh, 12 months in each sign. So we haven't had this uh, Jupiter in Scorpio for the uh, uh, last 12 years. So one fun thing you can do straight away is kind of wander your mind backwards to 12 years ago and think, what was going on uh, back then? And here's the uh, the trick is you're not going to get a repeat of that because you've had 12 years of growth and new perceptions and new understandings and let goes and beginnings and endings, you're not the same person you were 12 years ago. So if 12 years ago was um, tricky in some way, or, you know, a, a year where you just kind of roll your eyes, or you're not sure how to, how you feel about it, don't worry, because what we're looking for when we walk back to those uh, times in the past is a theme or a, a focus. And often what you began then, what started 12 years ago, comes to a kind of fruition now and new and further growth and further expansion. Or maybe it comes to completion and you start something completely new. So it's an exciting time, this change. And uh, let's look at what it might mean. Does anybody have any questions straight up about, we'll just take care of housekeeping before I launch into, into these ideas of Jupiter in Scorpio and what it might mean for you. Is anyone uh, unclear on how we run this or uh, where to put your chart or anything like that? I've got Guillaume's chart already loaded up. Thanks for the link in chat room, Guillaume. Okay, so if you want, um, after I give this little spiel, if you want Jeanette and I to look at your charts, just uh, pop them in the in the chat, the link, so we can click on them. Alrighty, up. So Jupiter, we know right away, is king of the gods, Mount Olympus, and uh, what you might not know is he's the principle of expansion. Okay, expansion and growth, and we see this, especially I think in our culture as awesome, right? We want to grow, we want to expand, we want to just keep uh, 
extending out in all directions and it, it can be super positive for us. It, it can also go over the top. I think it's important to remember that Jupiter uh, Jupiter can become, I'm going to say obsessed, but single-mindedly focused on the growth and expansion to the exclusion of other things. So don't think that because Jupiter is the, air quotes, greater benefic and the lucky sign and all that, uh, lucky planet, that everything Jupiter offers is going to uh, serve your highest good. I think what happens with Jupiter is that you get a, a choice. You get this vision of where your life can expand, and you get to decide uh, to what extent and how you will, how that journey will unfold for you. But the key is keeping awareness on it. I think uh, not uh, letting the horses stampede <laughs> because there's a lot of horsepower here. It with this. Uh, with this transit and you you do want to um, keep your hands on the reins okay if that makes sense Jupiter's got a lot to do with how what we believe in ourselves uh, our confidence and I think when Jupiter uh, changes sign we get a refocus of how confident we feel especially in the area of life where we find Jupiter and we'll go into more detail about that it gives us a lot of energy and it boosts desire. It boosts desire primarily for freedom. And again, that idea of new horizons, got to travel. And that doesn't mean literally taking your body to a new place necessarily for any of us who aren't travel bugs, <laughs> i.e. me and Jeanette <laughs> and possibly others. Uh, it doesn't mean physical travel necessarily. It can be travel of the mind. So you want to expand or explore a new area of the mind. Uh, travel the spirit where you might learn a new meditation or a new way of connecting to your sense of oneness with all life. A new philosophy, new beliefs. But the, the core meaning is this idea of explorations into the unknown. If you're kind of in a routine or um, we might even call it a rut where everything is predictable and everything is kind of the way it's always been set out. Jupiter uh, making connections in this uh, new sign is probably going to rankle a bit because you'll become aware of a discontent with the status quo, if that makes sense. So this desire to change uh, can really stir things up because you're not going to be, if you've been complacent or if you've been tolerating things that you don't um, necessarily enjoy, it's going to be much more difficult to put up with stuff. <laughs> and Kim, when, when you say things, yeah. I imagine it'll be directly related to where it's happening in our chart. Like we'll be able to see yeah. it especially there. I, yeah, exactly. And, but also I'm going to talk a little bit about Scorpio because there's, because Jupiter is in Scorpio. So it's going to be where Jupiter is in your chart, what planets he might be interacting with. And also where you're at with your Scorpio energy, which, and that's mm. all linked. It's all tied together because that's, the area of life where we experience our Scorpio. But the primary thing to remember about Jupiter is that he does represent opportunities and 
these opportunities can look like, you know, they look like, they can look like castles in the air. And if we don't take, this is where we get into the whole controversy about inspired action versus um, slacker manifesting. And Jupiter's not like Saturn in that when Saturn loves you to roll up your sleeves and uh, work something. He just, that's, that's the Saturn part of us that wants to take that very specific and focused inspired action. Jupiter's not quite that way, but I think the opportunities that come that are associated with Jupiter don't happen. Oh gosh. See, this is where I get really torn with the idea of effortlessness, but they don't come they don't come without some kind of awareness on them. So if you're thinking, oh, Jupiter, I can just carry on and I get bolts out of the blue um, or or anything out of the blue, I think we have to put awareness on an opportunity as it comes and and put some focus there. And the main reason I'm saying that is because Jupiter is in Scorpio. And this means the focus in your chart is the Scorpio er- energy of your chart. And if Scorpio wants to offer you anything, it's intense focus. (laughs) It's not diffuse. It's not, um, it's it's actually got a lot of edge to it. It's an area of life where you want to take risks and you want to take this leap in the dark and test out whether you uh, trust that you're going to land on your feet. Uh, It's very extreme. In, in nature, it wants to um, probe deeply. So we'll go into more examples about where this is happening specifically in your charts. And But what you're going to find is that we've got this pulse energy of expansion. And when you get the when you get the insight, when you get the feeling of, oh, there's an opportunity come this way, coming this way, Put your awareness on it. It's not a time to just go, oh, that's happening. Um, Jeanette, am I just painting myself into a corner here when I'm talking about the <laughs> action no. versus... No, I, but I was thinking, I think a little bit of intention can go a long way. So it doesn't have to be a lot of effort, but like you said, awareness and um, and I think some deliberate focus, attention, or intentionality is probably going to make the difference with with activating or benefiting from this energy. That's what I'm hearing you say anyway. That's absolutely right. That's the word that I was searching for. It's the intention. It's seeing the opportunity and getting in touch with what you're really feeling and setting an intention around that. Don't forget that Scorpio is a water sign. It is the feeling principle. I actually had this great quote. Hang on. Here it is. Um, Laura Riding, who was a turn-of-the-century poet, she said, almost anybody can learn to think or believe or know, but not a single human being can be taught to feel. Why? Mm. Because whenever you think or you believe or you know, you're a lot of other people. But the moment you feel, you're nobody but yourself. Mm. It's a really cool quote because... To me, this is kind of the quandary of, or or the expression of Jupiter in Scorpio, because Scorpio demands that we go to the edge and connect 
with that deeper source of feeling. And it is very real in the sense that it defines who we are in that moment, not what group we're in or what philosophy we have or uh, who we're in alignment with other uh, people. I'm not invalidating those things, but I'm saying that Jupiter left to his own devices can be a mouthpiece for other beliefs. Jupiter in Scorpio is really asking you to be who you are. And this is the gift of what we can really discover in the next 12 months. Yeah, that gets exciting. Yeah, yeah. Do you have examples yeah. in mind, Kim? Um, examples you in... Of, you said I can think of stuff. I was like, what's Kim thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> what's Kim thinking of? Well, okay. So for in my own case, Jupiter is in Scorpio is going to spend most of its time in the third house. And though it, it's already you're, you guys are going to find that whatever house it's in, unless you've got zero degrees Scorpio on the cusp, it's been in there for a little while, mm-hmm. um, maybe a long while. And it's just in the tail, you know, the last few degrees and then it's going to go into the next house. Um, it, but it's never been in there in Scorpio for the last 12 years. So you get a, a new f- focus in that area of life. For me, the third house, the written and spoken word, uh, I'm imagining a more authentic voice or a new mm-hmm. um, way of expressing myself. Uh, obviously, as a writer, but it can come out in other other ways. Um, wow, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. And yeah, I can I can already okay. feel yeah, the Scorpio um shift because it's not like okay. Libra, which okay, yes. Yeah? I'm sorry to interrupt. It's not like Libra finish that sentence. Oh, okay. So just what we're leaving behind is Libra who's very interested in what everybody else thinks. Because mm-hmm. that's how we discover. It's not a bad thing mm-hmm. at all. It's how we discover, how we connect to like-minded others, how uh, we we know how we feel when we contrast it with how everybody else feels. Uh, but I got it. Can we see how Scorpio is very different? Because Scorpio does not give a rip about what anybody else thinks. <laughs> so it's a real okay shift. It's a real I shift. I keep interrupting you. I'm so sorry, Kim. But I want to go back to what you said earlier about how Okay, this isn't something you just expect to happen to you. This is something you want to um, consciously work with. So how would you do that in your example with Jupiter and Scorpio in your third house? Have you decided yet? Do you, have you given it thought? Well, I don't know. Here, it's just come into the sign. Here I am speaking <laughs> to people about it. Um, so, But I think just at this very beginning... I can't I can't see how this is working for me. I can't see how it's changing my voice. I feel like I got the same voice. Um but I haven't actually sat down and a I haven't written anything new. I'm working on, you know, uh, current projects. I'm setting intentions kind of based on Laura writing on this idea yeah. of being nobody but myself. And wow. 
you know, as a writer, you're often writing for an audience. You're writing for uh, an editor or publisher. Mm -hmm. You're writing, making adjustments. Um, Geez, I don't know what my editor's going to think of me (laughs) for the next 12 months. Or even writing for your characters, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which are, Hmm. yeah. So (laughs) at this point, I think we begin by setting the intention and you that's individual for each one of you of what you want to uh, experience with this opportunity of Jupiter and Scorpio. And I think just spending some time with the ideas of what Jupiter represents in you and where you're at in this Scorpio area of life and you set some intentions there. And mine, my initial one, and I'll just say it out loud because... Um, is to is to to express an even more authentic voice. Nice. So that's what um, that's what I'm feeling right now. We'll see how it unfolds over the next twelve months. And there's a lot of well, things in the third house. You know, there's yes, um, siblings who. Uh, in, okay, this is so Scorpio sibling. My sister lives in Petaluma, which is just south of the whole uh, Santa, Santa Rosa uh, uh, fires going on in Northern California right now. And there's apparently there's zero containment still. I don't want to put that out there. But there's mm-hmm. uh, my, my conversations with my sister since Scorpio, uh, since Jupiter went into Scorpio, have been, you know, uh, life and death. Life and death. She's taken wow. on wow, wow, wow. forces that are um, were, are being uh, brought in from um, evacuated areas. It's just everybody's wearing masks for the. Yeah. I don't remember. It's it's a very intense experience, and mm-hmm. um, and there's sibling, and I don't even know what how that relates in terms of setting an intention other than, you know, I'm sending out uh, blessings and well-being to everyone who's, who's caught up in that experience. Um, anyway, that's, just, mm. I just want you to not, don't be limited by this idea of you're, you're going to think of one thing that that house represents mm-hmm. because it's Scorpio will surprise, uh, Jupiter here will surprise you because, again, the principle is expansion and it's going to take you places, new horizons. So things I haven't even thought of yet related so to this cool. area of life. That was a great yeah. example, Kim. Thank you. It really brings it home. I think as we're looking oh. at our own houses where it's happening. So thank you. Mm. You're great. <laughs> I'm glad it's helpful. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, who wants to, you know, enough of me? <laughs> uh, who would like um, Jeanette and I to take a look at your chart so we can discuss? Well, Gail gave us a link. Do you have that um, up in your chat yep. room, Kim, or do you want me to copy? And yeah. Paste thank it? you. Okay. No, I got. I got everything's. Isn't it great? How everything's working? Yeah. Now. <laughs> we should really celebrate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Guillaume, you've had Jupiter uh, transiting your 12th house for a while in Libra. Um, let's get the degree where it went in there. 24. So it's 
it's going to be in your 12th house for the next six months or so, and then it crosses the ascendant. Um, I'm not sure if it retrogrades back in there or not. We'll have to look at that. Uh, so, Guillaume, do, do you have an, a feeling of what life has been like with Jupiter in your 12th house? Have you set any, um, had any uh, thoughts or feelings in that area? Um, well, at, at this present time, um, let me think. I haven't felt anything at all, actually, to be honest with you. Um, so 12th house, not, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah, no sort of no, no sort of major thoughts and feelings. No. Well, just the twelfth like... house is very much um, behind the scenes, and it does rule the collective unconscious. It can be that. Well, we had a very deep discussion of the twelfth house when we, in the karma course calls, and you probably the stirrings and expansion and the new horizons of the twelfth house often don't become relevant or even uh register on on your in your awareness until jupiter is about to or crosses your ascendant i'm just going to grab the ephemeris so we can look at when that is unless anybody's got an ephemeris in front of them i'll grab mine um i meant to do that while i was dare i say frantically trying to get (laughs) <laughs> I was just going to open a new window, but I've had some trickiness with my computer, so I, I thought, well, everything's okay. working, I'm not messing around with it. Okay, oh, I'll get it. Um, so my <laughs> links disappeared. Oh, I like Jody's. Jody in chat room says, how about soul work or poetry? Mm. Oh, that that's perfect, especially in light of the... Um, the notion of of poetry and the expression of this kind of core feeling of uh, oneself. Uh, I'm just grabbing this online. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't want to get stuck doing in this area. Um, I'm going to leave that. Guillaume, if you'd like to look up when Jupiter hits 12 degrees and crosses your ascendant, you can do that while we uh, go through this. But I just realized that's just going to... Uh, take me too long at the moment but again the 12th house I think anything that's happening behind the scenes and we all notice it's going to uh, conjunct Uranus um, oh and it's just gone past the trine to Jupiter so get the feeling that if you have felt in the past if you felt um uh, limited to oh, had your desires or your goals have just felt like you're not really reaching or feeling like there's been limitation there can be a real um, lightning bolt in that area of life or really kind of cracking the egg and just uh, opening up because you might begin to realize a contrast in your life that you hadn't been aware of before and right. you know how contrasts can be I don't know, Jeanette, can they be stalemates if we're not aware of them? Can they just kind of hold us in limbo because we're not going in either direction? I was looking up the ephemeris, so I didn't follow the line of conversation very well. But I imagine that is one way they could. But I think that 
it's unlikely to cancel each other out, more likely that we'd see effects of the of both the the contrary um focuses would probably both manifest, and it might feel equally frustrating in both areas, but uh yeah, yeah, okay, so have you felt? Anything like that, Guillaume? Any frustration or what you said before? Yeah, I did. I do actually feel like that. So, so, so like when when you try and set goals and they don't they don't manifest, and you you always you always get this wonder like why hasn't it happened yet and uh, why can't it happen sooner rather than later? So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I can understand what you're going on about. Actually, you, you've got it spot on. Oh okay, um, and I do now have the ephemeris in front of me. <laughs> Okay. And it goes back to 13. So it's one crossing. It crosses over your ascendant uh, early December. What degree is that? Um, I've got the 10th of December, but I'm only looking at every 10 days. So around that time. And it goes back to 13 degrees. So it conjuncts your ascendant in June, July, and August of 2018. So you get a real reboot as well. And so it's in your first house, effectively, from December. So you've only got a couple more months of Jupiter in the 12th. And mm-hmm. I, would be, I would be starting to put awareness in there. And ways to connect with Jupiter in the 12th would be do 12th house things. I think you do anyway because you do a kind of meditation. And yeah. it's not like you're – this is foreign <laughs> land. <laughs> Um, but mm, also think about doing something that doesn't require doing. <laughs> Not like, okay, for any results, like we often meditate so we can experience X or we you know, do something for a particular result. But if you can experience Jupiter in the 12th just for the feeling, uh, especially now that it's in Scorpio, so that would be, I don't know, music, dance, art, uh, the immersion in film or a novel, or it's just getting lost in the non-rational, non-verbal expression of uh, feelings. Yeah, two of those things I've done already. Great. Yeah, watching watching movies in the cinema and um, on, on TV and reading uh, e-books and books. Well, that's a yeah, that's a beautiful way. So, the idea is to get lost. You know how when you get lost in a film or a, a book or listening to yeah. music, and somebody might be talking to you, they might ask you a question, and you might actually even answer them, and you have no idea that you did that, and and you forget that you're hungry or that you might be cold, and the, you, when you pull yourself out of it, you realize, oh my God, you're not starving, or I have to go to the loo, or what? What were you saying there, dear? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's that feeling of just getting totally swept up. It activates a different part of you, and I think that's what Jupiter there is looking for—to activate a um, this other part of ourselves that isn't the rational conscious mind. Right. Then when it hits the ascendant, boom, you know, and you get a, uh, a reboot and it uh, brings it out of the underworld and into the light of day and 
boosting confidence, boosting um, ambition even for you and wanting to focus on directions and uh, goals. But in the house of the of Pisces, where focus is um, just of a completely different nature, I would I, I would give myself till mid-December. Mercury's retrograde at that time, so maybe even till the early in 2018 before you really... Um, utilize Jupiter in your first house and this, this renewed sense of self, sense of confidence, um, desire to uh, move forward and setting those intentions of, of your goals in the world. Does that make right. sense? It's a real coming out of the out of oneself at that time. Yeah, I understand, yeah. I understand what you're going about, yeah. Okay. Um, I've got, okay, I've got a link here if anyone, oops, here we go. Here's the link to the ephemeris, which you probably everybody's got now. <laughs> Before I did. Um, just pop Jupiter in there and you might set it for every five days or so so you don't have a real super long list. I'd cut and paste this, but it's not going to, it's not going to really work in there, but we can glance at it. Um, is there anyone else dialed in that was uh, is curious about Jupiter in their chart and wants to chat about what's happening? Scorpio, can I just say while you maybe put your chart in there or not, <laughs> it's fine. Scorpio is like nature. Scorpio loves to hide and it's very private and... Also, moon's void, of course. I'm not surprised um, if people just want to kind of soak this in and maybe go look for themselves and explore it on their own. Because uh, can you get that, Jeanette, how there's a feeling of um, privacy or uh, Mm -hmm. reserve, self-containment? It's Yeah. Not on self-display. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the word. It's almost like the opposite of, it's not opposite of Leo, obviously, um, but uh, that something about that, for some signs, putting themselves out there in the public and getting that very public intention and feedback and so forth is extremely nourishing. And Scorpio, no, not so much. Very private. Virgo too, I think they like to do things in uh, in this quietude and this uh, privacy. For Virgo, it's more like getting it right before you bring it out into the world, and uh, with Scorpio, it's more like none of your business. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so um, yeah, and it's all very a bit prickly, maybe or sensitive when we're talking about our Scorpio houses, or house or houses, because and planets there. Again, for this very uh, nature of wanting to uh, keep things to oneself. I I imagine next year when we do Jupiter into Sagittarius, there'll be like 50 people on the call and everybody's chart up there. (laughs) (laughs) Because in their Sagittarian area of life, um, yeah, we're all happy to uh, put a bit on display. But it recognize i think this is a good opportunity for us to recognize how private scorpio is for us 
I'm sure okay. I didn't see Jody say that she has an empty Scorpio because we know there's no <laughs> such thing as an empty house. <laughs> I'm pulling I have up no uh, planet. That's <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you still have a um, Scorpio ruling uh, an area of life or intercept. Yeah. And that and ruler. I'm having, and I've been having the ding-dongs about what's incoming. I got them about two weeks ago. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. So it will be a very deepening of my psychic stuff. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting because it will travel the first seven degrees out of my seventh house. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it will be interesting to see how those intimate relationships change in the next couple of months and then shift out into the eighth house. So um, my well, boyfriend has a has a Scorpio Mercury and trying to get anything out of him <laughs> as possible. Oh, my God. It's like, read the memoir <laughs> in, in 50 years. <laughs> you just It's hard to get be in the moment with that. Yeah. You can certainly sense the feeling nature or the when there's something, you know it when there's something going on. You just might not know what. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, no. it can be um, tricky. I was married to someone with Mercury and Scorpio once. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. He has great conversations, but trying to get a direct answer to a direct question. The conversations are probably about other things or in ideas, but they may not be about his personal feelings. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, which is which yeah. is funny because you throw a shutdown empath with a psychic, <laughs> and it's a really interesting energetic mix between the two of us. So wow! It's it's communication at a completely different. Oh, that poor Mister Muggles having to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember too when a planet leaves the house, uh, you get that kind of last. I mean, I think the last year has been very interesting for you in your awareness of your personal relationships, of the seventh house committed relationships. And so leaving might kind of, I don't want to say cement, because that doesn't sound right, but it might, (laughs) what's the word when you really get... It will um, clarify and solidify. Clarify, thank you. Clarify (laughs) is much better than cement. But that's the metaphor. Oh, maybe not the right one here. But um, it will certainly clarify how you feel and where this is going for you. And I think I've got so frustrated in my ability to manifest because of the deep emotional bond in there that the, the letting go is almost impossible when you've got deep emotional hooks. And I've done a whole heap of energetic clearing of my heart space. So now that when that whole, you know, aligned thoughts and feelings, I actually have an authentic feeling to align to as opposed to aligning with this undercurrent of despair. So there I just keep getting cycles of despair, keep coming back because that's what, that's the feeling space I've been manifesting from. And then Monday getting the last little piece, which is I am always okay. I always have enough uh, from moment to moment. I'm okay. Right it doesn't matter. And I'm like, oh, I finally can let go. 
I finally have that uh, complete detachment to go, right here, I'm okay. And now I'm going to be intrigued to see what I can manifest now that I think I'm finally all aligned and can surrender. That's exciting. Mm. 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 Thanks for contributing that. And and so where is Pluto in your chart? I'm not looking at your chart right now, but think about just for your own um, exploration, think about where Pluto and Mars are in your chart because that's the ruler. You've got Scorpio on the cusp of your eighth, right? True? Uh, yes, yes. So I've got okay, Pluto. So opposite, my natal Pluto is opposite my ascendant and Mars is also in Aries. So think about those planets and the energies and how much they're expressing. Um, I can yep. feel right away that, um, is, well, I've never experienced you as a pushover, but I think um, there's going to be, well, yeah, that's good. Liberated is what um, Jeanette just said. And, uh, yeah, that, that desire for independence and freedom and maybe um, a, a lightening of the feeling that, you really do have to make everybody okay. Because oh, some yes, I mean, that <laughs> Yeah. In our culture especially we're all given such a uh strong dose of this and it can be a real burden trying to help everyone else be okay, especially when ultimately it's it's not even our job. <laughs> it's not a responsibility no. to make everyone okay. And just knowing that is going to uh, free up your eighth house tremendously, I think. And, of course, that means opening doors for really practical things like uh, loans and finance and grants and royalties and, um, you know, uh, other people's money. So it yes. becomes your And that's been, <laughs> that's been one of my biggest lessons in the last six months is to stop bending over backwards and making sure everybody else is okay because I can Great. only ever be okay with me. Well, and yeah. everyone else has to be okay with themselves. And I, I can't well, yeah, and we don't, how other people are we okay don't want to rob. Themselves. Yeah. We never want to rob someone of their opportunity to follow their path and to make their own discoveries. It doesn't work when we try to do it for them anyway. So it's good realization. No. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Thank you, Kim. You're welcome. Thanks for jumping in. Shall we look at Shannon's chart? Yes. Yeah, I found it. You know, I don't know what program does that, but am I blind or is the moon and sun? I mean, I can see where it's supposed to be. I can't see the moon in the in the second house, but it's saying here the moon's in Scorpio at 10, 10 degrees. It must be conjunct Uranus there. Um, is that right? Am I looking at that right, Jeanette? Yeah, I think they're just right on top of each other. Yeah. Is that what's happening? Okay, because uh, this isn't a real thing. That makes sense because they are on top of each other. But where the heck is the moon? Am I reading it right? Um, no, this is great. Um, thank you, Shannon, for posting your chart and jumping on the call. Is this your first time on a, uh, a line call? Is Shannon dialed in? I think she's in chat room. That's fine. Okay. 
There, yep, there she is. <laughs> well, welcome. It's great to have you here. And it looks to me like the cusp is really close to zero degrees of Scorpio. I think we've got you at a very late, like maybe 29 degrees of Virgo rising, and there's probably about 29, 28 or 29 degrees of uh, Libra on the second house cusp. So welcome. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> Jupiter, into your second house. And, you know, the first thing we think about the second house is it's the money house. It's the finances. And on the surface, it does have a lot to do with with um, the money. But as a symbol of our sense of self-worth, as a symbol of how we go out in the world and stake our claim and uh, express our talents and uh, gather to us, attract to us our resources. And having the moon conjunct Uranus uh, there is tells me right away that this is a very important area of your life. And it's also a little bit of a slippery slope because that moon uranian energy so you get comfortable with something and you want to tip the apple cart you know you get uh something a pattern sets in and you get bored with it it feels like a rut you got to blow things out of the water it it's um and of course scorpio wanting to make everything very extreme and radical so jupiter here is going to do some interesting expansion it's going to expand your understanding of self of what you're feeling i think anytime we get jupiter over the moon whatever we're feeling at all um gets bigger it grows and the cool thing about that is we we get more in touch with it we get more in touch with what we're feeling what's triggered the feeling if there's um tolerations in the way of us feeling good or if we need to make adjustments to feel better or just even a state of mind to to feel better we we get in touch with that and setting intentions around your uh sense of joy and comfort and a sense of security in the world because I'll tell you what Uranus in the second house can play games it's like the trickster when it comes to what makes you feel secure moon says money and stability and uh, knowing what's happening next um is going to feels like security um my home and my talents and my skills it's it, expanding on that feels very secure and Uranus says actually security is not knowing it's spontaneity it's making big changes not getting stuck constantly shifting but the core feeling in here is autonomy I think if to any degree you become dependent on others for your emotional stability um, that is going to come to a head here because the idea is to stand on your own two feet to know that you are making it in the world on your own does that does that make sense there i guess well you said freedom so i guess the idea of freedom from dependency would be really big here and um creating intentions around that are important but also getting into your talents and those talents that will support you and will bring in resources and their Scorpio talents. So things that um, 
deal with deep issues, deal with life and death, whether that's metaphorical or literal. Um, um, Jody just said freedom to be emotionally authentic. And yeah, that's the whole theme of this idea, but it's very uh, much strong in there because a Scorpio moon can, uh, can not have trust issues, but it can take a while to really trust someone else with their authenticity. And, uh, but doing so um, is very nurturing. So it's a, um, it's a leap in the dark there. And it is about taking risks. It's about taking emotional risks and feeling secure even in the fall, in the leap, in the not being sure what you're going to land on. So um, does that make sense to you, Jeanette? Because I know you've got a yeah. um, different house, but that kind of energy. So yeah. 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 I, I think that was a, that's a really helpful way to describe what that potential, what that experience has the potential um, to deliver. And uh, I, I like it a lot more than just the traditional, oh, Jupiter in the house of money. So thanks for taking it to a deeper place, Kim. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad to have the opportunity. Um, do we so have Jennifer? Oh. Okay, Jennifer just... posted. Did you post it in the gallery? I'm just going to go look. I didn't. I don't, well, let me refresh my, I might, if it's just no, posted. If you've got your chart online, uh, I'm not seeing it in the gallery. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to, all right, I'm just going to send you the upload link. So maybe you can get it in before we, um, while we're here. If we don't get it in while we're here. Pop it up, and um, I'll be. This goes for everybody. If you want to chat about your chart in the uh, in the our uh, discussion group, which okay, I'll put that link there. Yay! And I'll put the. You've all got the Jupiter into Scorpio post, I think. If not, I'll pop it in there as well. Just make it simple. I'd love to look at. Another chart, if anybody has something they want to discuss, or just generally in the house, if you want to um, discuss that as well. Jennifer, if you know where your Scorpio house is, you can uh, tell me, but it really helps me to look, actually see the house to see if there's, I mean, the chart <laughs> to see if there, uh, what the full picture is. So um, I'll just give you a moment to do that. Were there any questions anyone in the chat or anyone dialed in that has a specific question about this uh, what we've been talking about well Kim I know I know the keywords for the ninth house but the same way you took a much deeper look at the second house I think mine's happening in nine do you Mm. have any thoughts on what that could potentially what what sorts of intentions I might be wanting to set I do um, I <laughs> I do <laughs> I, because I it's ask? easy because when it comes to you and me um, and probably other people in the world too, of course. But uh, when it comes to you and me, I can skip the part of jet setting. <laughs> I yeah. think is that a limiting belief? Can you please let me know if that ever changes? <laughs> let me know if you ever yeah. get the travel 
bug and I'll let, I'll you, let know you know if I ever do. We'll share. We'll be sharing that. Because, uh, hopefully it happens. But you'll be the first to know because you'll be the first one I come to visit. I know. Same. <laughs> same. Okay. Well, right away, in your ninth, your ninth house is really important to you with this, so many personal planets in there. And we we know it's not about let's get to another horizon. But I think that you it doesn't change the fact that you want to expand your horizons. So that energy either turns inward into expanding your emotional horizons, expanding your spiritual horizons, expanding your mental horizons. You may feel... Um, drawn to do a new course of study or explore, gosh, it might be something uh, completely different that you haven't, um, a branch of of research or uh, exploration that you haven't set your mind to yet. It could be that, uh, especially with Jupiter having just gone across Mercury Venus. But also it can be a relationship, especially because Venus rules this house, um, wanting to expand that horizon and it doesn't necessarily mean just making a relationship air quotes more but um more different (laughs) different than you've Mm. experienced in the past could you tweak on what um what you were focused on 12 years ago did that pop up easily for you or Uh, i was leaving a career i was leaving yeah talk about new horizons i mean i had given my notice in 04, but they didn't actually, they really tried to nail me down. I didn't actually leave until 05. It was like in April of 05. So yeah, it was a big, big change for me, a a very welcome one, but also a very scary one. Yeah, perfect. And that makes me wonder, okay, that focus was uh, pragmatic, or at least the expression was very practical. Everyone could see what you were doing. Wow. Mm. You know, left this job going to this Actually, Kim, yeah. you'd be surprised how many people didn't know what I was doing because I uh-huh. wasn't in. I just knew if if a couple of key people said the wrong things to me, that that little it was it was a very fragile flame uh, for that dream okay. that I was tending, and I didn't yeah, want anyone yeah, yeah. to blow it out. So I was under the radar. A lot of people had no idea what I was doing. They thought I just lost my mind to quit my job. Wow, that's so cool because. It's so Scorpio, and it's yeah. also yeah, so yeah. empowering. You know how they say with a spell, you do a spell, you don't tell anyone. You don't speak it <laughs> to anyone. It's a very, well, it's man, a very private. The first private, thing they taught us in coach training, tell everyone you know what you do I, so they can refer a client to you, and I did not do that. <laughs> oh, I know it's such a... Um, dichotomy isn't it because on one sense there's this whole manifesting in this in the midnight in the dark in the quietude of your own mind and then there is the manifesting of speaking your you know the truth that you want to experience and and doing it in a group and yeah i think there's validity in both. We've seen that there's validity mm-hmm. in both. We mm-hmm. know there's validity yeah. in both. So, but in this case, I can see that. But the, where I was going with it is if whatever this new horizon is, whether it's emotional or spiritual, um, intellectual, how whatever the, the new territory is, uh, it, 
it may be happening very much in this internal private state where other people don't see un, until boom things have, have mm-hmm. changed it's not like you want to chat your way through this and probably no. think uh, that you had in the past mm-hmm. but it's ex- to me it's very exciting and there's one thing I didn't mention about Jupiter that really comes up for me here when I see it going over your moon is Jupiter is about generosity and remember that Jupiter um, ruled, ruled, well, its original ruler was um, originally ruled Pisces as well as Sagittarius. And this, this feeling of um, compassion and uh, I, I want to say things like relief and care and support uh, for others. And it's going over your, your moon and any... Anything that you do in that area of life that expands your ability to to be of service, to help others that um, either don't have a voice or maybe don't have a home or. Um, I was just gonna, yeah, I was just gonna say I've, I'm already seeing I'm already seeing some early signs of that. Yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kim. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Welcome. Thanks for for offering up. Um, a look because I think it it probably helps everybody. Let me think of this. Uh, Jennifer, <laughs> I think in chat said hers was going through the 11th, but we're also at the top of the hour, Kim. I don't know if you can offer a couple of quick words on that. Um, did we get? Did the chart show up? Uh, I'll just quick can refresh glance again. and see. Do you see it there? You got. You can only upload an image file, so it would have. Yeah, it's not up there. Um, it would have to be a GIF file or JPEG or um, PNG, something like that. Um, but anyway, we'll, we can sort that out, and you can put it up on the uh, in the gallery, and we can talk about it on the in the discussion group. So. Uh, but in your 11th house, I can't see uh, everything, anything <laughs> else that's going on. But I know right away that the uh, focus of expansion was leaving your 10th. So this whole last year of whatever you've built in terms of career, mission, profession, you get this last um, few months of kind of a kick in that direction where take the opportunity to get that clarity to release put awareness on what have I been doing in terms of career mission, um, even your social identity, who you are out there in the world. Um, and then that's shifting, that focus is shifting into your 11th house, which has a lot to do with the what we create as a group, the one to many. So we're looking at a shift from your career focus and I don't know what you've been doing career-wise in the last 12 months, but this feeling of wanting to expand, and it might even expand in collaboration or uh, things associated with Libra, um, business partnership, that kind of thing, uh, moves into a Scorpio 11th house energy, which given Mars and, and uh, Pluto rules Scorpio, leadership I would say, leadership in the group. I don't know if Scorpio is going to be happy to be one of the many 
And you may receive a lot in a group situation, but I think your ultimate goal is towards leading and leading like-minded others. Are you are you dialed in? Can you um, not dialed in? So I'm not sure if that's making any sense or if you have any um, comment or thing to offer on that. But um, I'm getting a lot of background noise here, so I, you should probably. Wrap okay. Up. Oh, well, this was a helpful look, Kim. Um, I, there's something about looking at specific examples that really helps bring it home, even for the ones that we don't look at. So thanks everyone who let us look at your chart and had a discussion with us about what could be happening with Jupiter and Scorpio. Thank you, Jeanette. Thanks, everybody, for showing up. Uh, it's really exciting, and it's really fun to welcome Jupiter in this way. Um, the, uh, it was just great timing to have the call right on the, pretty much on the money. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Thanks, everyone. For Enjoy, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Kim. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.